0: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
1: Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on post reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah. And who knew that after one half inning of baseball and a no-hitter, we have drama, we have intrigue, we have controversy coming off of Carlos Rodon's no-hitter, Against the Cleveland Indians. It just happened a few moments ago. So Carlos Rodon turns into one of baseball's immortals, but he could have been ultra immortal because he was a hit-by-pitch away from a perfect game. The White Sox beat the Indians 8 to nothing, and we'll get to Jose Abreu and the bleeping superstar stud he is in a couple of <laughs> seconds because MVP. this top of the ninth had everything man, I'll tell you. But uh, clearly, this is, is the story right now. Uh, Carlos Rodon of the White Sox just had a, a tremendous game tonight. Watching him throw, it's like watching Kershaw in his prime. Uh, the slide that Rodon has was breaking from one side of the plate to the other. It was just an incredible night for him. He gets to the ninth inning. He gets the first out. He is at 100, 101 pitches, so he still has juice left in the tank. It's not like it's been a big night and the Indians have been smacking the ball. The White Sox are making great plays all over the place. No. He has been in complete control and then on an 0-2 pitch. Okay? An 0-2 pitch to Roberto Perez. This is what happened. Another
2: 0-2. That's low. Almost hit him. Did Perez get hit? He did. He got clipped on the foot. And he heads to first.
0: So there it is, White Sox Radio Network on the call. First thing to say, Perez absolutely was hit on the foot. This was No, no question. Th- th- this wasn't Major League Baseball. Hey, I don't understand where that replay came from. Yeah, I, I don't know either. But didn't he touch the plate? No, he never touched the plate. No, he absolutely got hit. He was hit on the on the fly. Uh, this was a slider that was likely Rodon was throwing to land out of the strike zone to try to get uh, Perez to wave at because that's what you do at 0-2, right? You don't throw a strike. You get a, try to get a guy over, ranks and chase a bat. Pitch, yeah. He just thrown three it, yeah. high, high, hard fastballs. So yeah. So so it it here up. comes yeah. So here comes here comes a different pitch, uh, in, and it's in the dirt and it's behind. It hits him on the back foot. So it hits Perez on the not the front foot. It hits him on the back foot. Already, Michael Conforto's phone is going off. Going, why is everybody calling me right now? <laughs> uh, so you see, Rodon has a little bit of words for Perez going up the first baseline. I can't tell what he was saying. Uh, you know. Like, like, he's watching him go. I think he says, are you all right? You know, and then I can't tell what he's saying. And Perez doesn't say anything back to him. Like, the first thing he says is, you're right. And then he says something else, and I can't, I can't read his lips. Yeah, and no, Perez just dude looks knew at him he and he did and him shakes wrong, so he was not going to respond. He didn't do him wrong. Okay. You re- he made you no effort really to get out of it. This
3: wrong. isn't a White Sox thing. This is just in general going off the clown show from Conforto. If you don't make an effort to get out of the way, look, I can't fault a good strategy. It works for him, right? It's a, he it's, gets to first base, and as we know in any sport, all it takes is a base runner or a first down via a bogus penalty to open the door to a comeback. We know this. But you got to show me some effort. Like, that was what I was taught as a kid. You at least have to make it look like you're trying to get out of the way.
0: If it was a fastball, I get it, right? If it was a fastball that he doesn't get out of the way and he just turns, right? Because that's what batters do sometimes it's a fastball and they know, I'm just going to turn to make it look like I'm getting out of the way and I get hit. This is a breaking pitch. When you throw something like that and it, again, it hits him in the back foot. Nobody likes to get hit in the foot, though, Jason. You move your feet. You move your feet. This is, a, this is a breaking pitch that comes and hits him. What, what, do, what do you expect him to do? I mean, I, I don't know. He actually hop, does skip, kind of jump sh- to try he to get out of the He does kind way. of hop up. Look, he almost hit the next batter. He threw the same exact pitch and almost hit him on the foot again. He almost threw the same exact pitch. No, th- th- dude, this is legit. I'd come to your side on this, buddy. I would. But I'm not it, talking it, side. I'm just saying that the guy didn't make an effort to move his feet. He did no if you look he did move his right foot back just as the ball was getting in there to hit him. He did cuz then he that's where he saw, hey this ball is coming back. He did move it a little bit. Now he didn't like you know leap out of the way, but this is a breaking pitch and when it comes in to hit you, it's kind of hard to get out of the way when a lefty's throwing to a right-handed batter and the breaking pitch is coming in towards you. It's it's a hard thing, buddy. I mean, look, it's it's a no hitter he got. I'd be with you on this, but I, I it was it was a legit play. It was a legit this wasn't, oh, he got this wasn't hit. one of those
3: no it's legit he got hit I'm just saying he didn't make a legit effort to get out of the way yeah no, it was it's hard and we can we, agree to disagree on that yes uh, it's hard baseball it's, and it's
0: in and of itself is hard it's not conforto this is not conforto hey I'm, I'm leaning into the pitch where well, no it it's not in the zone it obviously
3: that. it's it's not the same same I full idea but it's Still, you you didn't make a concerted effort to avoid
0: said contact with baseball. If the ball, but the but here's the thing: how can you avoid it when it's curving towards you? I mean, that's the thing. If it's coming straight at you, yeah, you can make a move to try to get out of the way. But it, when it when it's coming at you on a on a curve and on a way, it's kind of hard to do it. And you think the ball is going to go past you, right? If this was going to hit him on the front foot. Right. I get it. Like if it's coming in, boy, it's a bad pitch going to hit him on the front foot and he doesn't make a move to get out of the way. I get it. But this is now coming in behind him and onto his back foot. I mean, I, I don't I I don't get that. I mean, I know this is going to be an unwritten rules of baseball conversation, which is awesome because I love unwritten rules of baseball conversations. But if it, it, the back foot then it's an it's a breaking pitch coming in, I, I, I think that's legit. He, he did what he could and he, he didn't do a conforto he didn't try to do something that that was like breaking all kinds of rules i'm, I'm okay with it i'm okay with that i feel bad for rodon but i'm okay with how it turned out
3: no at the end he got his no hitter and this is a guy that was debating whether he was continuing in baseball a lot of rehab a lot of injuries the post-game interview with him was fantastic steve stone you could tell trying to ask the questions was choking up just knowing the road that rodon took to get back and when the you know he was asked point blank because you know was there any thought you know when the white Sox offer what do you guess no i was coming home I'm, I'm staying here this is home this is my family i wanted to be part of when the winning started right mm-hmm. we got started last year i wanted to keep it going it was great because they asked, the first question was hey carlos uh, where's your mind right now and he laughs like a belly laugh on a toe ball <laughs> <laughs> and he pauses because like, he doesn't know how they're going to react, and he's clearly waiting for them to either laugh with him or have some reaction. And he's like, no, no, no man, that that was just – that was everything. You know, that was cool. That was great. And look, and it, the unwritten rules of all of it – look, I'm a believer. I know Ben had a big take la- last week uh, on the San Diego no-hitter, right, of why aren't you bunting? Why aren't you doing anything you can to get on base? And that's generally where I am. But, you know, when it's the – trying to whether you actually try to get out of the way of a pitch ball is is always one that you know for, as a kid that's that's what you taught you were taught you at least had to make some sort of effort uh and in this case we we can argue uh, uh about the the effort made but it's a no hitter and it's a huge redemption story for a guy that has gone through a long weary road. Uh, and it saved the bullpen because the White Sox bullpen has been gassed. It <laughs> hasn't been very good. So they're all going to buy him extra stuff for the effort he put forth tonight as well. And Tony Larusa didn't have to make any other decision other than he didn't pull a Dave Roberts and
0: pull him out of the game. You know, I want you to watch it again. And I want you to watch the uh, the back foot of him as the ball is coming in. He starts to move his foot back just before the ball hits him. All right, so he he just he starts to move his foot back. He doesn't move back a lot, but you can see like when the ball is coming over, when the ball is over the plate. He starts moving his foot back, almost if he knows the ball is coming this way, and part of the self-preservation is get out of the way. Watch the slow-mo replay, and, and you can see it to a point where you can see him moving a little bit, and then the ball hits him. Now, it doesn't you're mean still Rodon's not going to convince me off. it's not a lazy effort. Uh, it's, it's, it's some kind of uh, – now, now we're talking about the degree of effort to get out of the way of a pitch. You know what? Throw a better pitch if you're Rodon. Throw a better pitch. Don't oh, throw one but that but could hit a guy. You're just
3: mad because you, one you got a guy. called
0: a poo-poo take artist yesterday. It's, Oh, I should do. I should tweet at Rodon and see if he says it's a poop take. fest. tell you poop, uh, but it is still a no hitter for Rodon, right? Let's celebrate the good stuff too, because we'll, we'll talk about this. This is the big story. But he did get the no hitter a couple of batters later, and here's how it sounded:
2: Another three, two, oh, ground ball to third. Moncada up with it. Throw to first. It's a no hitter. Carlos Rodon has no hit the Cleveland Indians. The 20th no-hitter in Sox history.
0: So there it is, White Sox Radio Network. He gets it, and look, the the celebration is on. We'll bring you some sound from Rodon when we get it. Uh, talking about it, you know, talking about the big hit by pitch. But the other thing that needs some time on this, and and clearly this is some kind of play. Uh, the first batter of the ninth inning hits a slow ground ball to first base, and Jose Abreu goes out to get it. Jose Abreu, oh, by the way, last year's MVP in the American League, and he makes a play, and he knows he can't get to first base unless he does something out out of the ordinary, outside the box. And he leaps with a stretch – to get his foot to... Now, he's a big dude, so he leaps to stretch with his right foot to get to first base like he's like he's going to stamp on it, almost like like he's landing on it. And this could have gone bad so many ways. This could have been a bad ankle. This could have been a broken foot. This is some kind of dangerous play to make. And the bleeping guy made it anyway. What a stud. I mean, that was some kind of play that he gets up and he tosses the ball. and, And I saw that and I said, oh my goodness, man. Now, I, I would have felt awful if that went back and said, oh yeah, no, he beat it, so he's really he's really safe. I would have felt <laughs> awful. But that is some kind of play by Jose Abreu, man. He puts everything and says, I don't give a crap. I gotta save this no-hitter. And he makes that kind of play to preserve it. And, and, and yes, he saves the perfect game, but then Rodon loses it, but he keeps the no-hitter. He doesn't have it without that by Jose. That play by Jose Abreu. And I've, ne- I've never seen a guy to do something like that. I expected to see him dive to first base, right? Dive with guys his Do that. Extended. Yeah. Yeah. Dive with his glove to try to get there. And instead, he's like, No, I can get there with my, you know, nine foot long leg and I can get there and preserve this no hitter. That was some kind of play, man. I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to see a a better, more fun, great play in baseball this year than that because that really was something.
3: All all I know is he'll be seeing the trainers a lot for the next couple of days after that. Uh, Rodon was over there. He's like, You okay, dude? I mean, obviously pumped (laughs) that he made the play because he was in no man's land. Right, Rodon coming over, kind of moving towards covering first, but knows he's not beating him down the line. Uh, so Abreu makes the heroics, and, and then the look uh, of relief on Rodan's face—that not only did he get the out, that Abreu got back up and walked back to his position, because that looked awkward, all kinds of crazy as he as he dove towards the base. But I, I don't know how many better plays you'll see this year at any position uh just a, an amazing effort and, and a guy that you know he, he gave his body up there um massage therapy uh in the offing for him coming out of that and had a big ice bath no question but a huge play and you thought the uh, baseball gods were with you uh yeah. until that faded off
0: Oh, oh yeah, bitch. I thought I thought he's going to throw <laughs> underhanded bad. and keep the no hitter after and keep the perfect <laughs> game after that. He's not going to have to worry about. It. Here you go, man. God, you're going to hit it somewhere. Somebody's going to make a play. I mean, really, that was some kind of play. And they, you know, not that they didn't love him anyway. In, in Chicago, he's been he's been a well loved star for a long time. But that's one of those plays where you look at it and go, man, I, I, I the, the guy is going to have the respect of the baseball world for the rest of his career for that. They're going to write baseball books, and you're going to see that you know a history of no hitters. And, and Jose Abreu is going to be immortal for that play right there. Forget about the fact of the career he's been having so far and how good he's been. That play right there, I mean, that that that's all you need to know about baseball and why, and why people play, to make a play like that. There was no hesitation. There was no, I'm in no man's land. I can't, ma- you know, there was no business decision by Jose no. Abreu at that point to go, oh, I can't really toss the ball. I can't really do anything. I'm in no man's land. No, I'm going to stick my nine-foot-long foot out there, and I'm going to make that play That. That is some kind of play. Give the first base umpire credit. Called it decisively. No, Enrico yep.
3: Palazzo, but to the quick <laughs> punch out, right? No, because I, I saw again. You know, owing to the one live game I've seen this year, I saw a couple of plays where the the umpires were putting on a show in Cadillac. It's like okay, you got the call wrong. Go watch the replay. They're going to overrule this, you fool. Uh, you got all excited, thinking you made the right call, and you weren't even close, and then it got overruled, and well, we we may or may not have heckled him uh, from where we were sitting down the first baseline uh, for the, the play that went awry, but uh, I'm happy. My brothers got to see this one live uh, in Chicago, so uh, they're texting me pictures of Radon in his postgame and all the Gatorade baths and everything he got. Uh, so a big moment there, because you, you had a crowd. Uh, last year we wouldn't we wouldn't have been able to, to have the cheers uh, and the exultation from the fans. So a, a pretty cool moment in White Sox history and and one that you know we're not talking about the Mets. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run with this
0: as long as I can. Hey, the Mets won tonight, you know, buddy. That's three in a row. You know, it, the Mets are one and 0 since Marcus Stroman told me I had a poo-poo take on the Mets. Well, last I bet night. you we're that's posted. Now, it, that's posted
3: in the clubhouse, buddy. Are you kidding? <laughs> There's the <that>, the cartoon <laughs> drawing that I made of you
0: uh, that makes you look like either Mr. Clean or Michael Chick. I think might be up Mm. on the wall. Uh, So the second no-hitter we've had in the last five days where the only batter to reach base has been via a hit-by-pitch. Padres no-hitter Joe Musgrove. Uh, Coming up next, we'll have more on this. We'll we'll hear from Carlos Rodon. Uh, There have been a few times in MLB history where a single hit-by-pitch has ruined a perfect game. We got that more coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, a big night. And, yes, unwritten rules in baseball and getting out of the way hit by pitches. Keep it here, Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) With Indeed, it can take seconds thanks to Indeed Instant Match. It searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database and instantly finds you up to 20 people whose resumes match your job criteria. Want to narrow the list even further? Add an Indeed skills test to see a candidate's skills that go beyond their resume. Maybe that's why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com credit. That's Indeed.com credit.
2: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Hey, it's me,
0: Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast Inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday,
2: so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio
1: So follow The 7 right now.
0: And Yo. Carlos Rodon, the second no-hitter of the season in Major League Baseball, he was one hit-by-pitch away from a perfect game. Roberto Perez is hitting the ninth inning on a breaking pitch gone awry. Did he try to get out of the way? Did he try to get out of the way enough? Everybody is mad. Oh, we could have had a perfect game. Yeah, we could have had a perfect game. Don't hit the guy. Joining us now on the hotline for more on this, more on Marcus Stroman and my poo-poo take from last night. It is long-time Major League Baseball insider. You can check out the Hall of Justice podcast, Sports with Friends podcast, friend of the show, and I use those terms loosely. Uh, It is Seth Everett. You can follow on Twitter at Seth underscore (laughs) Everett. Uh, What's happening, my man?
5: What's up, guys? What up? I thought you just wanted to have me on because Stroman blocks me. So I didn't see your tweet unless Frostberg sent it to me. Oh, wait, Strowman, Strowman, Marcus Stroman blocked you on Twitter? But Carlos Rodon threw a no-hitter, so we might as well leave with that. Okay,
0: well yeah, we'll go with that first. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that first. Come on, uh, first we went to first.
5: Syracuse. We know journalism.
0: Yeah, okay, Exactly. First things first, what What'd you think of the hit-by-pitch?
5: Uh, he could have gotten out of the way. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <See>? <laughs> uh. But uh, I, you know, the, the other, the, the Jose Abreu's play right before it was incredible. Oh I yeah. I mean, the the athletic ability that he showed to get there was outstanding, and that's when you start to believe. You know, I'm never a believer in no hitters. I have no opportunity if I am ever in a ballpark. You'll never see a no hitter. I am doomed <laughs> to never <laughs> see a no hitter. <laughs> so. The fact that my phone said, you might want to put on uh, White Sox Indians, because I was watching something else, and I'm not going to tell you what it was, um, but <laughs> this idea that uh, you know everybody says, oh, good, go in the ninth inning, it's, you know, so it's all over social media, and we're going, and we're there. Jason Benetti, by the way, uh, another Syracuse alum, a fantastic call. Uh, he was—he had the right mix of t- you know painting the picture, but letting the crowd do the thi- do his thing. Uh, Rodon had a fantastic interview. I know you guys were on the radio. It was so good. It was so uh, good. Just such a natural interview. I mean, it was just so honest, and I love that when players do that. I just thought the whole thing was a really cool moment. Twentieth uh, no hitter in White Sox history, and again, the the play that stood out to me was uh, was Jose Abreu. He you know, the weird part about it is, you know, people are arguing about, you know, taking, you know, not getting out of the way of pitches, you know, and just taking them to get on base. Isn't that so funny? Because what other team will gets cheap victories that way?
0: Oh, stop! <laughs> it, we, you know what? We're owed. Okay, we had we've had we're years. Owed. And years. Yeah. Why are you owed? Yes. We're because, owed. Because oh, you yes, do. Hey, t- t- I mean, owed.
3: obviously, uh, Bernie Madoff passed away today. Yes. So, I mean, you, you're going to lead into that. I know, Smith, mm-hmm. talking well. about what he terror he wrought on your Mets.
5: <laughs> no, yeah. you well, know, there's there's a lot worse victims. So, no, no absolutely. I'm,
3: well, but you know, we're, we're here in sports, and, and the Mets were the topic of du jour, so.
5: Yeah, but no, sure. but here's
0: the thing. Look, because of all of this, look, Rodon had it going, and you talked about believing after a Abreu's play. And, you know, the thing that gets me about this, Seth, is that this is the MVP, you know, of the American League last year, and this is a play that could have went wrong so many ways. This could have oh been a ankle. Injury. Been a oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my yeah. God.
5: The, the, yeah. the nailer the the runner could have broken his hand I, I mean it was great it was just it was pure athleticism and you know the, that's one thing that we we don't see enough of and I want to see more of uh, you know yes it's risky and it, yes the, the funniest part about this whole thing and probably the most ironic part is the only manager that didn't care about his pitch count was Tony LaRusa <laughs> like, that's you know, the only guy who is not thinking about it because he not understands the majesty that that moment brings. Because I don't know that there's another staff that wouldn't have begged uh, him to give up a hit so they could get him out after a certain amount of pitches. He didn't feel well his last start.
3: Right. No, he was scratched because he had to. Uh, he had a little gastrointestinal uh, discomfort, right. according to his wife. Uh, but a guy who's only pitched uh, 11 games coming back into this year over the last two uh, Seth, but but I ask you this, since we had the Padres' historic Musgrove uh, no-hitter the other night, we get Rodon tonight, uh, is is this going to be a, a little bit more because of three-outcome baseball uh, that, mm. that maybe we see a few more along the way?
5: Well, if you'd like, I do have some statistics to back up how troubling this sport is these days, but this was a great event, so I don't want to poo-poo that. But uh, the, I-
2: <laughs>
5: see how it Very all comes nice. together. <laughs> Very nice. Listen, the, listen. We had a three-game lead in, for, in,
0: you know, in the loss column in the first place in the NLE. Just want to let everybody know that that's where it is. Even though Marcus Stroman hates me and apparently hates Seth Everett.
5: Well, no. I, see, I don't understand why Marcus Stroman blocked me on Twitter. I don't understand. I've never said anything but nice things about him. I've never had a crossword with him. Um, we've interacted maybe three times in each of our lives. Um I think what he did was he went to Noah Syndergaard's block list <laughs> oh. and screen grabbed He just copied his I list. I really do think that, because when he got traded, I thought it was a cool move. I thought it was a great move. He's, you know, he's a New Yorker. I thought that was cool. I had him on radio shows. I think I even had him on Fox Sports Radio one time, and I liked him. But all of a sudden, I couldn't follow him on Twitter. And I was blocked before I ever tried to follow him on Twitter, so that's where I think I think this is Syndergaard, you know, uh, fallout.
0: Okay, but because Marcus Stroman hasn't blocked me since he told me I had a poo-poo take about the Mets last night, I can still thing. see his tweets.
5: But the weird part about it is, why is he reading this stuff? <laughs> Well, obviously, everybody reads this stuff. Have you not learned that by now? They all claim they don't. If if you are Marcus Stroman and you had the game, he had that game. He's pitching very well. He's leaving City Field. He's in an Uber, leaving City Field or his own car, and he's seeing Jason Smith's tweet? Sure. Sure Because he's
3: looking at all the tweets, watching him up. Yeah, so he's the a, effort he's, that he yeah. put forth, and then he gets Jason he in the middle of it. Search
5: of Luis Rojas. Like, did he type that into <laughs> Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: what are they there's saying about guys. Skip? <laughs> there's a lot of guys who, and, and this has happened with me when Jamal Adams blocked me on Twitter. I've no, never that's tweeted true. He, at he, he Jamal Adams. Hates you. Oh yeah, he can't stand me. But I never tweeted at because I'm not that guy. I don't. And Oral tweet... Hershiser hates you too. Well, he. There's I mean, a if we're going to get the full list yeah no, he. But he hasn't blocked me on Twitter. I don't think. Oh, but Hershizer does. He probably hates. Me more than stroman and jamal adams but like i don't tweet <laughs> at athletes when i say this and i go I why? Don't either. i'm just not that guy but you know that there's certain athletes who go hey i just had a big night whatever it is i want to go and see what people are saying about me on social media and they go to the verified parts of the of the twitter accounts and they I click on and see what are people with blue check marks saying and one of the first ones that came up was mine probably going why is marcus stroman hitting and running the bases in the sixth inning if he's just going to get <laughs> taken out to pitch the seventh i don't know have, what louis you- Rojas. Ever, is doing?
5: <laughs> have you ever screen grabbed someone really cool following you on Twitter? Uh, no, I haven't done that. Linda Carter followed me on Twitter. I screen That's grabbed correct. it. It's like it was my wallpaper for a while.
3: Oh, my! Wall- I put oh, yeah, I put that and blow that up as a poster on my wall. Right? Yeah, I would I, too. I don't
5: understand because it it, it it pained me so much to say that the Wonder Woman 1984 movie that she has a cameo in yeah. is is awful. <laughs> yeah. That's and dead. I was like, it's oh, my really God, bad. she's going to see this. I, I don't know how I do this. This is bad. This is going to ruin it. But she has not unfollowed me. Well, you and just say, you, you, Linda you, Carter
3: was brilliant when, in her moments
5: in the movie. Yeah. As for
3: the
0: rest of it. Her yeah, 25 L- Linda Carter was, was great. great. Right. Linda 20- Carter was great. The movie stunk, and then she likes it.
5: Yeah, <laughs> anybody who wants to at me because of Wonder Woman, she <laughs> stole a plane. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> no, I'm with you. That was a terrible movie, man. I mean, really. I would go see Kong versus Godzilla again before I'd go see Wonder Woman. 85. Again?
5: Oh, I haven't seen
0: it the first time. Oh, well, I, I saw it here. It was, it, was on, it was on Netflix. I'm like, all right, we'll watch it's it. A, i was like, ooh. It H- was HBO, on HBO it was, Max. Or HBO Max. Max yeah. Sorry, HBO Max. Who your show? HBO, uh, HBO Max doesn't. Neither does Netflix. <laughs> I streamed it. It oh, doesn't matter. We have all the was, ones. They're all the same. They're, it doesn't matter. I'm streaming <laughs> it on Seth Everett's own streaming channel. Well, right, but here's I, the
5: thing about streaming, <laughs> and there's one aspect of that, and Major League Baseball is very guilty, but so are the other sports. You should. It should not be this difficult to stream your team's home, your hometown team's games. And in baseball, it is better if you live in Baltimore, Maryland, to be a Boston Red Sox fan, and cheaper than to be a Baltimore Orioles fan. And that's a trend in sports that's going in a very, very bad direction. 35% of uh, American households are court-cutting now. And we're seeing a lot of that going on. In order to watch your local team in baseball, basketball, hockey, now the NFL's different, let's not include the NFL, but to see these leagues and to see your local teams, you need a cable subscription. And the Seattle Kraken had a chance to really be a train setter and provide an app that was direct-to-consumer, and they didn't. They signed with Root Sports. And it is a trend that uh, I've done a lot of research on this, and there is, it's a nasty thing that's going on because the people in the south side of Chicago, cord cutters, did not have access to that no-hitter tonight. True. Well, yeah, Only I, I if you had a cable service.
0: I don't know that we're going away from it because clearly we're getting – look, college sports, we're getting towards it, right? Because can, you can see any college football game, any college basketball anyway. game you want. If you have ESPN Plus or whatever it is, any, yep. you can see anything you want in college sports. It's professional sports where I understand that, but I don't think we're going to be moving away from it. If anything, we're going to be moving towards it. It's just going to take a little bit of time because the well, fact that the, we're doing it in college, it works. you
5: know And, and your, your, your best pal, uh, James Dolan in Cablevision, They refuse to have their MSG app go on Apple TV. They refuse. They know how to do it. They've seen the technology. They refuse. So if you are a Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, or Devils fan, and that's my team, you have to literally go through like 17 hoops to watch the Devils, and I'm sorry, and I'm a fan, they're not worth it.
3: <laughs> I'll tell you, they're, they're, if you go on Reddit, I mean, you can find a lot of places that'll let yeah. you watch.
5: Uh, you, you,
0: <laughs> there may be some
3: problems that's that how are associated you get with it.
5: by Marcus Stroman.
0: <laughs> Seth, really, another. Another example this week. <laughs> Seth is like Billy Bean in, uh, in, in, in Moneyball. Hey, so, Billy, I'll save you a seat. I don't watch the games. <laughs> I <don't>
3: watch the <laughs> the text me game. and let me know what goes on.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Could you imagine if you get an alert on your phone and it says Rodan has a perfect game through eight innings, you race to your computer to turn it on, and it says this is blacked out?
2: Uh, it's
0: tough. It's tough. But listen, but something like this, so you always know that, okay, MLB Network's going to have it, right? Because, you know, you know, they're, they're going to break in. You okay. know, if you're a sports well, fan, I, you know I where can, to go I to can, see can
5: I can lob that right back at you and say, how many streaming services have MLB Network? Yes. Zero. Well, I also have cable. No, I understand that. <laughs> but you're not the demographic, that's the future. The, 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 the issue here is you have to cater to young fans. And that's the concern. The concern, and this is not just a baseball issue. The NBA, the NHL, they're having the same issue. That when ESPN Plus announced their NHL deal, in their press release, they said over 1,000 out-of-market games. That is wonderful. If you live in New Jersey and you want to see the Nashville Predators. Who is that guy? Who is that person that needs that? <laughs> that I, live in Jersey?
3: I gotta see the predators. Play. Hey, you know what? there there's transplants all over the place.
0: I've got one see guy the predator's
3: play. <laughs> oh, boy. No, nah, that's good stuff. All right, so you were going to give some stats when I asked the question about yeah. no-hitters and the three-outcome uh, Major League Baseball run that we're on here. Uh, by all means, let's get back, well, circle this back is to to sound well, wait, very I negative, thought, wait, I do it to wait, be. Wait, wait. I thought I this was going to be, negative.
5: be-
0: Wait a minute, is, isn't this going to be people who have pitched a no-hitter that have blocked you no, on no, Twitter? No, no, no. no, no, no oh, no. No. okay.
5: Last that's a long Tuesday, list. A win, we, uh, we don't last, have time for that. <laughs> last Tuesday, the White Sox beat the Mariners 10-4. to There were 83 plate appearances, 25 strikeouts, 9 walks, 1 hit batter, 3 home runs. That means 46%. That's near half. 46% of all those balls were not even hit in play. And that game took three hours and forty five minutes and was only nine innings. Before you start fun, telling me about rule me. changes before you start telling me about rule changes in the minor leagues, because that's what Morosi will tell you tomorrow night, the reality of it is, is fix your collective bargaining agreement and then address that issue. That's not extra innings. Extra inning rule is stupid. The, the, the idea that you are trying to tinker with what's not broken, the fact of the matter is what I've noticed in the first three weeks of this season is outside of the All-Star game leaving Atlanta, the debacle in Texas, the real thing that has moved the needle are more media people noticing these trends are awful and they are unsustainable.
0: You can follow him on Twitter at Seth underscore Everett. That is at Seth underscore Everett for all your baseball needs or Wonder Woman 84. Seth is going to have a contest where the contest winner gets to watch Wonder Woman 84 with him live in his house. Right. Aren't you having that contest?
5: Uh, Yeah, we can have that contest. You're more than welcome. Lex (laughs) Luthor, by the way, from Smallville on the Hall of Justice last week. Nice. What about sports with friends? What do you got? Uh, Doug Glanville, uh, great, great guy. Uh, He talks about all of these issues, including the All-Star game, leaving Atlanta. That's uh, available this week on Sports with Friends.
0: Check it out. Seth Everett on Twitter, at Seth underscore Everett, iTunes, Spotify, to get either the Hall of Justice or the Sports with Friends podcast. Uh, Seth, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun.
5: You guys are the best. Talk to you
0: soon. See ya, man. All right. There goes Seth. Great stuff from him. yes, something we'll get into coming up in a few minutes is maybe nights like this from Carlos Rodon might not happen if a big change is going to come to Major League Baseball that they're trying out in the minors.
2: But first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: I bet you're smart. Yeah. And you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
6: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with
0: my best friend, Mike Harmon. And, you know, I'm all for changes to Major League Baseball and and changes to different sports. As we talk about Carlos Rodon and his big no-hitter tonight, nearly a perfect game. Uh, We're going to hear from him coming up in a little bit. Uh, It was some kind of fun night. But Major League Baseball, if they adopt a change that is going into the minors right now that they're trying out, we're not going to see many no-hitters uh, in nights like this. I get that baseball wants to put more hitting into the game. They, they want more offense that sells more tickets. You know, It's, it's you know, 15 years in a row we can't keep seeing an increase of strikeouts, and everything is a strikeout walk or a home run. Uh, but what MLB is looking at right now, they are going to try moving pitchers back by a foot in the Independent Athletic Atlantic League. So instead of 60 feet 6 inches, it's going to be 61 feet 6 inches from home plate to try and reinvigorate hitting because it'll give the batters a little bit more time to see the pitch as it comes in and maybe we get more offense. You know, I'm all for you know, look, they they, they lowered the mound after Bob Gibson's big uh, season in 68 of 1.15 ERA. I get certain things they're doing, but You're going to move the the pitching rubber back a foot? I mean, these are pitchers who have been conditioned their whole lives to throw 60 feet, 6 inches, and now your breaking pitch has to change and how you throw a fastball has to change, and you have to learn a whole new way yeah. of pitching because you want your ball to break a certain way over the plate. And I, I've been throwing this way, so my breaking pitch comes in and goes right here or where my fastball goes here. Now now you're going to tell every major league pitcher going, hey, guess what, you got to learn a new way to do things. Hey, Jacob DeGrom, got to learn a new way to paint the corners because now you're throwing from a foot further back.
3: Well, think about the, the outrage if this was happening during the age of the Braves when they had all
0: their, their
3: big guns in that rotation. Greg Maddox is, is a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest pitchers you and I will ever see uh, because of his ability to work on the black of home plate and add an extra foot to that, to, to the to the distance and the excellence of execution, pinpoint precision that he'd worked a lifetime to attain. Hey, Greg. That doesn't work anymore. You're gonna have to figure out as the the ball moves. Uh, you're just gonna have to recalibrate, and you have uh, one off season to figure it out. Go do you know, it. And, and, yeah, and the it, thing it's is just
0: bad is it, if there's changes to the game, like, hey, we're going to put a runner on second base. OK, we're going to try that. Now, you can like or not like the rule, but that's something you can add to the game. You can bring the outfield fences in a little bit. OK, we can do that if we want to do something because, you know, teams move the fences in and out all the time. Mm-hmm. There's certain things you can do to the game. But when you start moving the pitching rubber and you start moving the bases, I mean, this is this is what baseball is founded on. I mean, baseball has been 60 feet, six inches for hundred some odd years i mean they had to move it in the 1880s when they're like hey you know five feet between the pitching mound and home plate's a little bit too close uh let's move it back uh i mean th- th- this is like a fundamental part of the game this is like saying hey we're gonna let teams play with 10 players on the field you know they can they can have three out they can have four outfielders like it's men get softball. that short center fielder. you know you have a short fielder or four, <laughs> four lead leads softball, on the outfield, baby <laughs> I mean, but, this is this is like fabric of the game, fundamentals of the game that you're talking about changing. Look, I'm all for doing what you can. Hey, we're going to do something to the baseball. We're going we're gonna to make it a little bit lighter. We're going to do some things. But when you start doing things like moving around the bases and and, and the pitching rubber, I mean, now you're, you're really just saying, now we can do anything we want to to the game. There's really no rules. And we can do whatever we want to. And, and that's not where baseball should be going.
3: Well, because where this ex- inevitably extends is folks will start bemoaning the shift again. Because you've already heard that through the first two weeks of the season oh I hate it and I watched it you know we've seen it uh, for a number of hitters and and look at the White Sox my home team the one I follow and and support I mean they've got a couple of guys that are Full on pole hitters. I mean, think about Yasmani Grandal. Watch the shift. If he's not going to be a professional and shift away from it, and he's just going to try to hit through it, that's on him. Right. That's fine. We don't have to do an NBA three second, you know, illegal defense call, you know, defensive three seconds uh, to, to put up with it. Uh, the, don't change the fabric of games. Just don't, uh, guy. Three outcome is is a danger I get, but that's not how you fix the game.
0: No, and that and, that, and that's saying that okay. Now it's like changing the Constitution of the United States. Once you change Ooh. one rule of the Constitution, you can start changing other things, right? That's why nobody. That's why we don't change the Constitution. Once you change this, you can make anything you want to. Hey, it's only going to be thirty feet between bases now. We want more runs. Oh, okay, well, they, thirty they, feet.
3: Great. Good luck. No, I mean, they did make a bunch of amendments to the
0: Constitution. Ooh, you man. Uh, well, amendments in baseball. We could figure that out. We got more on the biggest story of the night and a big NFL story coming up next. Fox.
6: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I
4: thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this
6: board. This is Uncanny USA. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...